they're a good example too of not getting distracted and just saying, oh, here's an idea, here's an idea, here's an idea. Because you and I both work for, for companies that have a really good product and they just get distracted rather than focusing on, is it fixing a problem? Is it desirable? Just focus on that one thing and you can really become more successful. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Josh, co-founder of We Crush Marketing. Along with our creative director, Hallie, we bring experiences, inspiration, and strategies to help you, the business owner, operator, or marketer, crush your goals while building sustainable growth for your business. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the We Crush Marketing Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Hallie. And if you missed our last episode, we talked about three ways to grow your business. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the top two reasons that customers will buy something from you. So Josh, I hear on the street that there are two ways that um, you can get your customers to buy something. On the street. I or, heard on the street. What street? So the street out back. So what are those top two reasons um, that um, customers are going to come to you and buy something? Yeah, I mean, I think like I would actually encourage as we're starting this show for like if you're listening to this or watching this, that you think right now okay. to the, the, the one reason, like think about it, meditate mm-hmm. on it. Hallie orders so much stuff on Amazon that she's, <laughs> she's having trouble even focusing. But think about the last thing you bought and why you bought it. Um, because that's really like our human psychology really, it, it is simple. Mm-hmm. We are simple creatures when you really boil it down. And people, we, we as people mm-hmm. buy things for really only two reasons. Those two reasons. Can I guess? Go for it. For me, it's, it's an internal struggle between a want and a need. Is that close? Yeah, I mean, it is a want and a need. Uh-huh. In very, very <laughs> simple terms, it's a want and a need. I try to frame it a little bit more. I mean, the words could just be interchanged here, mm-hmm. but problem mm-hmm. and desire. Okay. Does it solve a problem or is it fulfilling a desire? Yes. Right? That's just more of a fancy way of yes. saying one need. Uh, but I, those are the only two reasons people buy anything. It's the only mm-hmm. reason we buy anything. You know? So let's touch on problem. Okay. If I buy something for a problem, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a fix, right? Mm-hmm. I always I think back to like infomercials. You see them do this a lot. I have a lot of bad seen on TV products. <laughs> you do? Did you buy? Oh, now the question: Did you call the number and order, and no, did you find no, it in no. a store somewhere? No, I'm I'm going online or going online. to like okay. CVS. <laughs> yeah, they carry a lot of those as seen uh-huh. on TV products, but they do a great job of like framing this problem you never knew uh-huh. you had. Uh-huh. You know, I go to the one one we were talking about is like it's got the little catcher for like your cart between your car seat and your mm-hmm. console. You drop. Lord French knows fries what in or there. whatever. And you're like, oh my goodness. Yep. I get it. It happens all the time. Like, it's I like in the, the infomercial that it will show the problem in black and white and slow motion with like these really crazy sound effects. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, but they do a great job of framing this problem. For sure. And that's interesting because you would probably never even be able to recall the brand that makes this like car seat catcher 100%. thing, right? Yeah. And most of the time, problem items don't really have a lot of brand power. Mm-hmm. Um, they live on the product alone. They're like these patented products. They're widgets. You know, they're they're things that just 
provide a solution to your problem. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. People sell millions of things like that. Like the Snuggie. Like the Snuggie. I mean, (laughs) nobody needed that one. (laughs) No, but I I mean, I have one. Do you? I had one. And my dog Chloe did too. Wow. I didn't even know they made dog Snuggies. (laughs) They did. How about that? Um, Good for them. Yeah. So good Good, for you. Good for them and good for me. (laughs) I go back to one I brought, I bought in the last year that I would say really solved the problem as we were painting our house Mm -hmm. and I was doing a lot of the work is I bought six, seven or eight of these paint covers that, and the company was actually on Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. I right now can't think of the company name. I wish I could, Mm -hmm. but they're everywhere now. They're in Home Depot and Lowe's and you can buy them on their website, but they're just snap around like Mm paintbrush covers and rollers and it keeps your paint nice and wet so that you're not constantly washing a brush after one use. Sure. That makes sense. Huge problem solver. Loved it. Um, And so those are a couple of examples that how, like how products work in the world that solve problems Uh and why people buy them. So let's say company A has a product that solves a problem. Awesome. What's the other kind of need that needs to be fulfilled? Yeah, I would say the other one, it's going to be desire. Uh-huh. It's it's the wants. You know, it's the things you see. You're like, I don't really need it, but man, those look awesome. Those are the late night Instagram <laughs> ads that get me. I don't need any of that stuff, but I want it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, one here recently for me that, and I have not pulled the trigger on it because it is a little absurd is are these melon hats you seen these no okay m-e-l-i-n okay not i don't know anybody there i'm not giving them a shout Mm -hmm. out but they are really cool hats Mm -hmm. just take a guess what the price is oh lord i don't know like 30 bucks 40 bucks keep going 50 dollars keep going 60 dollars the cheapest for a hat the the cheapest hat they sell is 59 bucks oh lord they sell a hat that's 89 dollars yeah that's insane now, nobody, I don't care who you are, needs an $89 hat. But they're probably really cool. They're really cool. <laughs> and they are, like, they're a really fast-growing company. Cool. I mean, they sell a lot of hats. I was looking at it because I trail run a lot, mm-hmm. and I really do go through a ton of hats. Mm-hmm. Like, I just sweat them out. They're disgusting. It happens. Mm-hmm. So I saw this hat, and I'm like, man, they swear, like, no sweat signs. Like, lasts forever. It floats. You can, like, do anything to it. That's so I'm, cool. I'm doing the math a little bit. Like, okay, but if I buy three hats versus this one, right. maybe I justify it eventually. Oh, I mean, I can always find a way to justify. You can. We do. You <laughs> know, purchase. and brands that find that target audience they're looking for and then market that desire mm-hmm. of the melon hat or these like handmade boots from Maine and they sell you the story and the process. Those are, I would, I would put those more into the brand category. They're doing a great job of branding, messaging, product photography, telling their story. And you're like, gosh, that looks awesome. That's, that's what those products elicit in the desire category. So now what if there is a, a company and they have a product and unfortunately their product does not solve a problem and it's really not desirable. This is tough. And they put their blood, sweat and tears in this product, but like realistically what's going to happen? Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's a bit of a gut check moment. It really is. And I don't mean that to sound harsh at all. It just is because if you're not solving a problem, Mm -hmm. then it has to fall into desire category. And if it's not that desirable, then it's really tough. If it's not that desirable, 
then it comes around to how can you position that product with the best messaging, the best, best value prop, the best storytelling possible, because people will always buy stories. And if you frame it right, then you might still have success with it. Sure. Um, I think to like expensive backpacks, expensive other luggage. Um, the, I mean, there's a number of examples. You mm-hmm. can, like even the hats, like mm-hmm. there's a lot. I mean, there's millions of hats on sure. the market, right? But it's, is the product unique enough right. and differentiated enough? But then if it's not, then you're in a tough spot. Yeah, You're in a really tough spot. A brand that we've talked about that I'm a huge fan of um, is Black Rifle Coffee. Mm-hmm. They don't have the best coffee in the world. They don't. Mm-hmm. It's coffee. Like on the surface, it's just coffee. But they chose to go after one niche market. Yep. They built all their branding and messaging and imagery around that market, which was veterans, first responders, military personnel. Mm-hmm. And they killed it. I mean, yep. they went public. I mean, a huge company now. And all they were doing was selling coffee. Mm-hmm. But it was all about their packaging, their messaging, their mission. And that is what elevated them. Well, and I think they're a good example, too, of not getting distracted and just saying, oh, here's an idea, here's an idea, here's an idea. Because you and I both work for for companies that have a really good product and they just get distracted rather than focusing on, is it fixing a problem? Is it desirable? Just focus on that one thing and you can really become more successful. Absolutely. And look back to the, the hat. Like Melon, the thing they've done a great job of is they have fo- they sell a hat. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. They don't sell anything else. They don't sell socks. They're not going into apparel. No, accessories. they sell. They they claim to, we make the best hat on the planet mm-hmm. for being outside, for running, for adventure, for sweating. Everything like we make the best hat for that. Yeah. And they hang. They hang. Pardon the pun. They hang their hat on that. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they do a great job of staying very focused on this is what we do. That's you know? cool. I think too, like Peak Design, the backpack company. Uh-huh. You know, they started on Kickstarter, and then they 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 really paved a path. Of like they only launched products through Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and but they said, "Hey, we're going to make the best like camera backpack for travel," and that's their that was their focus, and they created a cult following. Cool. It was a backpack, sure, but they had a focus, yeah. you know. And so I would challenge you if you're listening to the show and you feel like, "Hey, um, I'm a little lost on like messaging of my product or service." Really boil it down to like, am I solving a problem? Mm-hmm. Or am I hitting a desire? Mm-hmm. Both are fine. Uh, very few products really achieve sure. both categories, but one or one is fine. If you do, that's the unicorn. That is. If you do, yeah. it'll be a unicorn. Yeah. Um, and so I would focus on, hey, what? How do I position this? The problem or the desire? And if you don't hit on one, and you're fully committed to that business, you still fully believe in it, then really look at your messaging. Mm -hmm. messaging, imagery, branding, and is it going to be enough to stand on its own? Well, uh, I can say uh, I think myself and our listeners have learned something today. We're going to have products that either create a desire or solve a problem. If not, we're going to have to reevaluate our lives and figure out something else. Take it behind the barn and shoot it. I mean, (laughs) you know, (laughs) figure out something else, but it happens. You know, there's always another move. There's always another product. There's always another service. You can always pivot, you know, there's options. And that, that's a good thing too. We're going to definitely have another episode talking about just 
being able to really pivot as a business owner um, and be able to look at, you know, the decisions you're making. Is it the right decision? Is it working? If it's not working, you know, change something. But we've got something to look forward to. Our next episode, we are going to talk about all things email. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Well, till then, keep crushing it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed the message, we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review on the platform of your choice. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes that will help you achieve sustainable growth for your business. And if you have any questions or need any help implementing some of the strategies that we discussed in this show or other shows, just shoot us a message at hello at wecrush.marketing.